we probably see 30% of the businesses which come and work with us, they've had a terrible experience with SEO because they've, they've been basically sold a wonderful story, but the, the reality is actually far different from that because Google in itself, at its grassroots, all it wants to do is to be able to give the most uh, relevant search for what somebody's actually looking for. You're either in there or you're not, and if you're not, what are your alternatives? Hi and welcome to episode 97 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we strongly believe in the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect, but also to build business relationships that drive sales. As more and more people turn to online searches to find information, there is increasing pressure to understand how SEO, search engine optimization, can help businesses be found online. Founder of SEO marketer Mark Kirk began building and optimizing websites 22 years ago, before Google was even Google. Today, SEO marketer employs eight Australian-based and three international team members. Over the years, much has changed, but the fundamental requirement for businesses to generate leads from their marketing strategy remains the same. Mark and his team implement SEO solutions based on their expert understanding of what actually work and what doesn't. In today's episode of Be The Drop, Mark shares with us why you need to focus on website conversions as well as Google ranking. He advises on the role of organic versus paid ranking. And Mark shares with us a swag of super handy tips that will help you grow your online business leads. This is Mark's version of Be The Drop. If you'd like more people to find your business story online, I'd love for you to join me in my community of brand storytelling superheroes on Facebook. It's absolutely free to join. In the group, we recently launched a six-week program called SEO Basics, Online Storytelling to Generate Leads. If you'd like more people to find your digital content but are confused by terms such as Google algorithms, SEO or keyword optimization, then this program is for you. Join me and our group of like-minded people in supportive conversation on how to improve the performance of your online content. It's free. So head over to Facebook and join the Brand Storytelling Superheroes group today. What are you waiting for? Mark, thank you so much for joining me on our next episode of Be The Drop. My absolute pleasure. Really excited to be here. Yes, and we're, we're going to talk something that's slightly heavy, but we're going to make it easy and understandable. Yay! <laughs> but before Absolutely. we get into that... I know you've brought your item of significance and that gives us a little bit of a hint about you and your community and how you communicate with them. So my 
item of interest and I apologize in advance, it is a USB, but on this <laughs> is a lot of the Google patents from uh, that have launched over the last 20 years. And the reason why I actually have this is because when you make assumptions, assumptions really get you nowhere and they don't actually help any uh, businesses or clients actually grow their business. So we decided a long, long time ago, instead of trying to make stuff up, what we'd actually do is go right to the source and actually understand what they're trying to accomplish and what they're trying to achieve by literally pulling apart all their patents and getting the best understanding that we possibly could and then from there running tests, running tests, tests, tests until the cows come home. In fact, we run around uh, 1,600 to 1,700 tests a year just on going out and trying to break the internet on a daily basis to be able to figure out what actually works and what doesn't work. So there's no assumptions and it's all just knowing what actually moves the needle forward for a business. Wow. Okay. So that is definitely intense. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Google patents. Yeah, it's a bit geeky. It's great, great to fall asleep at night with. I can only imagine the sort of volume of pages in a Google patent. Too many. Yeah. Too many. My eyes hurt. So explain a little bit more then about what you do and, and why are you reading Google patents? Yeah. Okay. So what we do is... We are a search engine optimization agency or SEO agency. That's where we actually started. However, we tend, tended to move away from that, which I'll, I'll get to in a moment. But uh, what we do is, in basic format, is we actually help businesses get leads. We connect people with who are searching for their product or their service, and we put their business smack bang in front of that person who's searching for it to be able to help them actually grow their business. But what we discovered a long time ago was though that you could get all the traffic to a website, but if you couldn't actually convert that traffic, well, you're basically in the same position. So what we also do with our clients now is we actually help them with that customer journey to make sure that they actually get that conversion at the end and they grow their business because ultimately that's what SEO is all about. It's about getting that brand awareness, about getting that presence and actually growing a business because mm. why else would you want to do it? You know? <laughs> well, and I think, you know, if we look at the fundamental basis for it, you wanting to help business get leads exactly. and grow their business. And realistically, anyone in business is, is looking to achieve that. So, you know, at, at, in one hand you think then, why isn't everyone just beating, beating down the doors and going, SEO, we're embracing it, everybody wants it. And I think that's what I'd like to talk to you today <laughs> oh, about, is because there's a lot of confusion, there is. Uh, a lack of understanding, a little bit of distrust, because Absolutely. you know there's potentially we've been sold some SEO solutions that didn't convert. Absolutely. Um, so you know we, that's what I'm really keen to talk to you about: how businesses who don't read Google patents, you know, <laughs> yeah, potentially yeah, most yeah. of us don't. You probably should. I'm glad that you do, but for the rest of us that don't. How do we know where to start and who to trust? Ultimately, the way that traditional advertising or the way that businesses do traditional advertising has actually changed now. So if you think about it, it used to be even five, six years ago, you could actually just put an ad in the yellow pages and people would go and find you, they'd give you a call, or there's the radio, and then there's TV. But the problem with the TV now is, is that A, it's ridiculously expensive to do, B, you've got all these competing channels. So, you know, there used to be, what, four or five main channels. Now there's 30, 35 channels. You know, there's Netflix, there's Stan, there's all those guys. And those guys don't even allow advertising on their channel. So that's one of the reasons why they're so popular. But advertisers still, or businesses still need to be able to get their brand awareness and get their product found. So how do you do it? Well, 
everybody has a mobile phone, everybody has a, a laptop or a desktop these days. So by default, whether we like it or not, people go online to actually find that service and that product. So this is, this is where it gets even more interesting is that the, the industry that I uh, work in, and we, we have close to 200 clients in this industry, all over Australia, all different kinds of businesses, everything from chiropractors to people who deliver food to bike businesses, you name it, everything in between. The one thing that they're actually looking for is just to get found, to be able to get more people to actually find their business. So you've got search engine optimization is one of your uh, strategies. So SEO, SEO, what we know is that people go to Google to find a product, they see the ads up the top. AdWords can work for specific businesses, but generally what will happen is they'll actually scroll down and they look to the organic stuff. Now here's the rub, is that there's only 10 spots available on page one in the organic. So if you want your business to be found, you need to be there. And this is where it gets really tricky because we probably see 30% of the businesses which come and work with us, they've had a terrible experience with SEO because they've, they've been basically sold a wonderful story. They've been sold the fact that it'll, it'll work like that tomorrow. And you know, before you know it, it'll be raining Ferraris and, and beach houses and all the cool <laughs> stuff that, that, you know, that some people may or may not want. But the, the reality is actually far different from that because Google in itself, at its grassroots, all it wants to do is to be able to give the most uh, relevant search for what somebody's actually looking for. You're either in there or you're not. And if you're not, what are your alternatives? And with AdWords, we know that there's only about a 5% click-through rate. Whereas with organic, there's a 95% click-through rate. So, so where do you want to be? Just because you can actually sell a service doesn't mean you can actually deliver a service. Mm. And, and that's, that's the hard thing for us because mm. we have to educate people. Before we get into that, perhaps you can tell me a story of something, you know, along your journey that really is a point maybe, you know, that was a change point or, or something along the way that you've learned a key lesson and what that lesson is. Well, I actually had a, a, a couple in mind. Probably the first one that I'll talk about is we could get a client to those top positions of Google where they're right smack back in, bang in front of all the traffic that they needed to be in front of, but we found that we'd actually get a bit of a churn rate. So what would happen is a client would come in, they'd work with us for six months, would get them great results, and then all of a sudden they'd say, I'm leaving. And we'd be going, why are you leaving? Well, because it's not working. I've got the great positions, thank you very much. But it's not actually translating into my business growth. So we started thinking, okay, well, why is this? We started looking at how much traffic was going to a site. And then we started going, okay, well, let's let's unpack this a little bit further. How do you answer the phone? How do you talk to the people who actually call you? So what we discovered was that a lot of the websites and, and further back from that, the businesses themselves, is they didn't actually know what to do with the traffic. So we started to teach them how to actually convert the traffic, you know, how to be able to have the right elements on a website to be able to get that customer engaged and to be able to get them to the, to the end of the journey, which is, you know, selling a service, selling a product. Uh, and, and that was one of the big turning points in our business because then we started to separate ourselves from the other, oh, I'm an SEO, I just, you know, I just get rankings. Because as I said, you can get great rankings, but if you can't actually get that to, to give a positive ROI, why are you doing it? It's there for that particular reason. Well, that's the way that we see it. Um, so that was a big turning point in our business. The other thing was cheap is not actually necessarily better. I've been doing SEO for 22 years now. Like I literally started doing this the year that Google actually, well, started online. And I've seen everything come and go and come back again. Ultimately, if somebody's telling you that they can they can take your business from $10 to a seven, eight figure business for the price of basically employing somebody to flip burgers, it's the reality is far different. We know what it takes. We know 
We know what you have to do, how long it takes, and whether we like it or not, you can't do that for pennies on the dollar. Mm. Now, I promised that we'd come back and unpack that answer around how businesses can get to the top 10 organic rankings. If you remember how I said before, uh, what Google's main intent besides making as much as they can from advertising is to be able to give the most relevant search to the person actually searching at the end, that user experience. So what they do is they look at all these different metrics on a website and they go, new website versus old website. Is the new website a five-page website versus, say, for example, a 50-page website? Just on the balance of things from an authoritative point of view, Google more than likely is going to say, okay, the one with 50 is going to be more relevant because there's much, much more information available on that website. Because once again, they're trying to serve up the most relevant information. So what we always recommend to our clients is that you want to keep on adding content, fresh content to your website because it does several things. It basically improves the width and the footprint of a website. The more traffic that comes to your website, the more you're going to actually start to head towards that page one position because that's something which directly influences Google's algorithm. And we know that. So whether it's people sending people from a Facebook page through to the website or something along those lines. So content's a really important thing. You want to get keywords into your content. So what people are actually searching for uh, is, is obviously what you want to have on your site, but also synonyms, so related keywords. So for example, if it's, let's say, um, pool, you want to have you know different iterations of pool, pools, swimming pools, um, hot tubs, even though you know that's not necessarily a pool, but it's something to do with that. So you're trying to give Google a really good understanding about what that web page is about. So a really big tip is get your keywords on your page, but also just have that page for one thing. So if you sell swimming pools, but you also sell guttering, you don't want to have guttering mentioned on that same page because Google's going to come to the page and they're going to go, Hang on, I thought you guys were selling, selling swimming pools. Oh, no, 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 you're selling gutters. Um, and then they'll look at another website and they go, well, these guys, they just do swimming pools. That is far, far more relevant and that page will be rewarded. A lot of what we do when people come and start working with us is we have to do an audit, completely rip the website apart and say, okay, we need to be able to spread things out a little bit wider. When we spread things out, there's more entry points into the website, they get found for more things and Google gets a really clear understanding about what their business is. And then all things equal, you start winning. You start getting more traffic, you get better conversions, and then we all race off to the beach and go on wonderful holidays, <laughs> hopefully. Now, now here's something which is um, what we find really dodgy in our industry is that people will say, oh look, we can rank your website, we can do all this kind of cool stuff, and we're gonna do 30 keywords for you, and we're gonna do it for you know five cents, and it's gonna be amazing, you're gonna win. But the reality is, is when you do good search engine optimization, all you need to do is look at the market level keywords because off of every keyword, there's iterations, there's synonyms and all this kind of stuff. But when you do proper key, uh, keyword research and you actually understand how to do search engine optimization, optimization properly, what happens is all that, um, that good authority, that trust that you're building filters down and you get that wider footprint. So if somebody says, I will do 25 keywords for you for whatever the price may be, which sounds really unrealistic, run because they, one, are just trying to take advantage of you. Two, they're not going to be able to deliver actually on that. But also three, for the majority of those keywords, for 22 other keywords, there's no search volume. What we do is we sit down with our client and say, okay, does this reflect what you actually do? And they'll say yes or no. And then if it's yes, 
fantastic. We go to work on that. If it's no, we go, okay, well, let's do some more research. Let's find what people are looking for. Well, hopefully that answers that Yeah, well, absolutely. And I, and I think that's really important for people to understand because obviously websites are becoming more and more critical. Finding information online is becoming very commonplace. And, and I think that because there's a lot of stuff that people don't understand, there's a lot of confusion, that there probably is a little bit more pressure. Perhaps the expectations are unrealistic as well. Like you've talked a lot about timeframes and I think this is something that's really important because I think there are people that are, you know, sort of promising quick results. And so understanding that it's a really, it's a marathon. It is. You know, getting good ranking on Google is a long-term sort of approach. It is, it is. It's interesting. So so if we go back to the analogy of the new business versus the old business. So a new business will take longer and it's just because it doesn't have authority. It doesn't have trust. Why would Google trust a brand new business over a business which has been around for 10 years, which is, you know, done the right things in Google. It's on page one. It gets great traffic. So what we need to do if a new business basically comes in, we need to be able to start creating all that authority and that trust. And you can't just do it overnight because even if you, even if you could, what would happen is Google would know that we're trying to actually run games and we're trying to basically, you know, uh, do the wrong thing and they're only going to get penalised. If you need to be on Google today, AdWords is your best bet. Mm. But your return versus what your actual expense is going to be is going to be significantly more. We use this initially to be able to start getting traffic through to the site so you can start converting. And then as the SEO comes on, then we can basically start dialing down the AdWords. You know, and, so, and sometimes it's three steps forward, two steps back. <laughs> and, and that's just called the Google dance. But um, you know, we've got the thousands of reams of data to be able to show that journey. And that's one of the things that we do with our client as well, because it's, it's expectation. It's like, you know, you may have heard all this kind of stuff, but this is the truth. And it is very much a data game. Oh, totally. Totally. Okay, so let's do the power round then. All right, so we're going to start with your number one advice for success in business. All righty. Go. So success in business, this is my number one thing, is do the things that others won't do. You have to go the extra mile. So if you're going to separate yourself from others, you've got to, well, the only way you're going to do that is by giving more, providing more value. Um, and then I guess the other thing is, is if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. So think about it, you know, do you, do you want what you do to be the easiest, most replicatable thing? Probably not, because what sets you apart from everybody else? So do the things that people won't do to be able to push your business further forward and you will have success. And, you know, the other thing is, is expectation management. You've got to grind. You've got to get the job done. You know, it's not just do it a little bit here, do it a little bit there. It is, you just, you've got to be committed. Fantastic. Good advice. Oh, and just under the time. Well done. All right. So this second one is very relevant to what we've been talking about. But so this is the future. So I'd like you to get out your crystal ball All right. and tell us. So obviously we'll understand that there is a crystal ball element to this. Yes, yes. Uh, but we want the future predictions for SEO. Future prediction is that SEO isn't actually going anywhere and the reason for that is because Google will always have to have the organic search in its uh, index because if it wasn't it would just be ads and who wants to see just that. So that means that if you want to be able to drive more business through digital marketing it's something that you're going to have to embrace, it's something that you're going to actually have to see, have to, uh, have to get on uh, because the problem is is that if you don't, your competitors probably will. And the longer you leave it, the further you are behind. Mm. So SEO is not going anywhere. It is 
always uh, in evolution and there's always variation to it, but it still produces significant results. Um, has for the last 20 years and it's not going to go anywhere any day soon. So get, mm. on, get in on it. Well done. That's good. So you smashed the power round. You mentioned um, Google penalties. Oh, yes. If you could clarify one thing to website owners about Google penalties or, or algorithms, what would it be? Okay, just because you have a penalty on your website doesn't mean that it cannot be removed. So that's the first thing. We, um, <clears throat> in 2016, I spent maybe six months actually cleaning up websites from penalties because the algorithm moved and some of the poorer practices had been uh, put onto those sites. So we just went through and cleaned it up. So one, it's not the end of the world. Also these days, what tends to happen is that it used to penalize just a whole site if there was one page, which is incorrect. Now what it'll actually do is it'll actually penalize an individual page, which is actually a really good thing for us because it means that a site doesn't tank. We just need to find what the issue is and correct it. And penalties can come from things from um, phishing attacks, which is, you know, people basically putting the funniest code on a website and that kind of stuff. Uh, which so is that like a virus? kind of like a virus it's probably a good way of looking at it but what it means is that um, there'll be a really nice little listing under your website in the index which says something along the lines of this website could have been hacked and I can tell you that's really not good for business mm. uh, because people just they won't go there and and you know what we we had one just last week and um, it was just a little bit of code which was put into the footer of a website and it took us maybe half an hour to clean it up and guess what the website's back it's in the index google's happy they're making money they're getting phone calls and that's what it's all about another common one is poor seo techniques people go fire up a software program send a million one backlinks and you get a penalty yeah straight off the cuff for that and that's that that will tank a business and that's that's basically the difference between a cheap service and a, a service where it's more of an investment mm. so explain that people have bought backlinks rather than getting genuine yes perhaps just explain the backlink what yeah, is cool. that and and then that sort of frames that all right know. so a backlink is a vote of confidence if you will and what google has in their algorithm is that they have uh, central focus points of quality businesses which are in the marketplace, for example, Wall Street Journal. Now, if you were a, an accountant or a financial planner, if you had a link from Wall Street Journal to your website, the quality of that link is on topic, it's very, very highly relevant, and the Wall Street Journal is a significant business which is trusted by Google. So what they do is they look at how many steps away that links are from a particular website. So it's sort of like that, you know, six, steps from Kevin Bacon, you remember that? <laughs> All right, so it's sort of the same thing. It's like, you know, the further away something is from these big seed sites, the less quality that it actually has and the less quality that Google attributes to it. Um, the closer it is, the more powerful it is and you can get more done with it. But basically, if you don't have backlinks to your website, you're not gonna compete. Mm -hmm. So so the, the, the trick here is actually having a quality backlink versus a non-quality backlink. And that's where most people get unstuck these days. You've got an ebook which goes into this in detail and you've very generously offered to share that with listeners. So there will be a link in the show notes and it is, I've, I've had a read of it. It's definitely detailed. So if, <laughs> which is great, you provide a lot of very valuable information. If people are a bit, <laughs> if they're a beginner for SEO, you know, be prepared. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, but thank you very much for that that resource. And that goes into more, you know, as yeah, well as Black yeah. Hat, White Hat, but there's a whole range of things. Yeah, it, it's, it's just basically about, you know, how to invest in SEO without being fearful of it. What to actually expect, 
what to understand the different different methodology uh, methodologies, and you know just give a, a better understanding because I think that's what people want is they 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 know it's there, they're aware of it, they've heard good things, they've heard bad things. It's about taking all you know, popping the hood and just saying, hey, look, this is this is what it's about, guys. This is what it can do for your business. This is what it can't. And then that way you can make an educated decision. So in conclusion then, can you share with us your be the drop tip? And so that's your top tip for communication that connects. The, the world that we live in from an advertising perspective is not changing. I mean, sure, there's lots of different things which are coming in, but it is digitally based these days. So you're either on board or you're not and if you're not it's going to be substantially more difficult to be able to actually grow your business because you know you can only network so much you can only reach so many people by doing it in person and that may be great for some businesses but others may have a bigger aspirational goal in mind so find people that you can trust have a chat ask the questions don't be afraid to that and don't just be sold the dream because the reality is generally far different from that it is a journey Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much, Mark. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget, that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time. Mm